Hey, welcome to the Millennial's Guide for Being Okay with myself, Alex Rasmussen, and Dana Dietrich. Here we are. Episode one. Well, the second version. Episode one point two point oh. <laughs> or Episode redo one. Yeah, because we recorded a first episode and it was trash garbage. And new mics, new mics that we're going to get used to, because I feel like we're going to have to record a bunch with these to get used to them. I know. We're very NPR today. We are, but we're very nervous about being too loud, (laughs) because we have a tendency to be too loud. And as we just have a normal conversation, I feel like we'll... Like like any good situation, you get better with time. Yeah. Why don't you introduce yourself to the world? Hey everybody, my name is Dana Dietrich. I live in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm born and raised here. I've spent most of my life actually in Chicago. I recently moved back during the pandemic. I work uh, a fun little nine to five corporate job. Before that, I was a talent agent and I watched comedians for many years as I also worked in stand up production. And now I live with my boyfriend, Nick. And I live just a really chill corporate life. How about you, Alex? You didn't spend most of your life in Chicago. I, I my adult life. I came. Yeah, I came, true. I came of age in Chicago. That is true. Um, that is true. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm Alex Rasmussen, and I am married to a man named Dan, and we have two children: Fawn, who is six years old our daughter and sage who is four years old who is our son and we have two dogs birch and may that are mutts and we live in the suburbs of minnesota like 20 minutes outside of minneapolis and we are outdoorsy i guess is how you would describe yeah you guys are real outdoorsy We're real outdoorsy i mean my kids names are fawn and sage so and yeah. we have birch as a dog you're like above average outdoorsy we really are i say i'm outdoorsy Mm -hmm. but like i go camping with an air fryer yeah outdoorsy Mm -hmm. you're like out there do you want to know a fun secret about me what i've never been camping but you're so outdoorsy i know isn't it shocking i did like my can you imagine my dad yeah let's go camping fam no yeah that's true we only have to stay in the Growing up, we stayed in the fanciest hotels around because he grew up broke, and now he's overcompensating and can only stay in the nicest places. And he's not out. He's the opposite of outdoorsy. So we never camped. And then I met Dan, and the opportunities just never – it's like doing karaoke. Never done it because the opportunity has never come knocking. I would be great at karaoke because I know – Every word to every song. That's like my secret talent is remembering words to songs. But nobody's ever been like, want to do karaoke? Oh, I ever. Mean, we're going to go deep. <laughs> <Yeah. okay> now. <laughs> now we have to now do we karaoke. Have to do karaoke. Yeah. yeah. I know. But yeah, it's the same thing as camping. No one's ever asked me to go camping. I mean, I've slept in a tent. But Yeah, I, me and Nick are, uh, it's like we just want to be outdoorsy as being two kids who grew up in the city of St. Paul. Yeah. We're just, like, dying for trees. Mm-hmm. So we're not, like, I wouldn't say, like, real outdoorsy, but, like, we can we can hang. Yeah. See, and I grew up on a farm. I'm at my most comfortable state when I'm just roaming in a field. I was, like, a feral farm child. <laughs> my brother was inside playing video games, and I was just 
running around the farm making forts out of hay bales. That was what I was into as a child. So that's that's my level of outdoorsiness. I just love being outside. I'm not going to like trap animals and like eat off the land, but I enjoy being outside. And then coming home to like a real bed. I get I'm I'm not against camping. I just don't have any of the gear because nobody's ever asked me to go camping and it never even to me I was like I'm going to buy all this camping gear and try out camping, you know, on my own. We've really yeah. segued. We really have segued into. Like, it. We've really sidebarred. This well, might... that's kind of the point. Yeah. That's what this podcast is going to be like because the whole reason we're doing this podcast is because of ADHD. <laughs> Not just ADHD, but mental health. And I have very severe and attentive ADHD. So that's just going to play a role in the podcast. So if you're not into lots of odd segues, probably not the podcast for you. Yeah, I've, this is going to be a level of like seriousness and then absolute um, chaos. I was going to say chaos. I think it'll, it's a nice balance. That's what we're trying to accomplish here. Is yes. Provide humor and also just like... Everyday normal gal views at anxiety, eating issues, eating disorders, alcoholism, family drama. Yep. All the things. Well, because, okay, I have had, I was diagnosed with ADHD when I was 12. I had panic attacks and anxiety because of PMDD, which is PMS, basically on steroids, and struggled with anxiety for a while, and that was in college. And orthorexia that was after college for a couple years which is the obsession with healthy eating my dad quit drinking right after i was in college i think that's it (laughs) the list of problems problems. um, anxiety disorder diagnosed and medicated on multiple occasions eating disorder uh mother alcoholic a slew of fun family history of mental illness bipolar schizophrenia and additional alcoholism you have a schizophrenic relative oh my grandpa my dad's dad was schizophrenic yes yes. look at us look at (laughs) how have we never bonded over this before (laughs) and it's interesting because i think the majority of the world actually has people like this in their family it's just still very taboo so that's why i was like let's talk about it absolutely all these things and maybe add some humor to it because sometimes there's like some crazy stories like yeah. when my mom was drinking we got kicked out of a culver's and it's still kind of hilarious to me <laughs> like you gotta laugh or yeah. you'll cry <laughs> <laughs> so it's about sharing those stories and trying stuff trying to do other options versus just always going straight to defcon 4 there's relief out there alex is currently um <laughs> inundated by her own tea it was real a real gingery sip I got lemon ginger tea and I'm at the bottom and it's the ginger. I was overcome with ginger sensation. It's when the tea gets the best. It's when it just kicks you in the face. Yeah. And I love ginger, but that was, it was, that was hard going down. Okay. How did we meet each other in high school? At a performance arts high school. That's why I'm singing. (laughs) But not for singing. I went for singing. Well, yeah, you, I, I did not. I went for dance. I went for I well I was a real rebel I I split my track and then I went <gasps> track splitter. They were really like we'll get into we'll talk about high school too. That'll 
probably be an, its own episode of just the yeah. chaos. Yeah. And just high school sucks. Oh my gosh. Junior high for me was worse. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because people in junior high are horrible human beings. Well, like your body's changing. Oh my God. So many hormones. That's when I smoked weed for the first time. I mean, it was chaos. It sure was. Yeah, we met at Performing Arts High School. We did. Uh, you called me Tupac. I at, did. In a ballet in class. Ballet and class. then uh, we were friends after that. Well, you were asking for it because you had the bandana tied like Tupac. It's like a look. I feel it is like a look. it really tied all that hair up. Yeah. No, I've done it as an adult. It's like a, um, it's more like, what's the chick? Yeah, the, I was going to say the week, uh, Rosie the Riveter. Yeah. That's the look I was going for. More yeah. of like that 50s. Yes. But I went with Tupac. I like didn't make that connection. I was like, <laughs> oh, you're right. She's right. And we had that ballet teacher. Didn't she die? Yeah. Oh, God. She, got, she had breast cancer oh. and then was in remission for a while and then got it again like real aggressive and then passed away. Oh, Jesus. Sarah Paulson, rest in peace. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. We've been talking about doing this, and we were like, yeah. let's just, just throw caution to the wind and shoot from the hip and just see what happens. Yeah, because I'm on a podcast with my father, mother, and brother, and that's kind of its own the separate. Family. The family. My dad's been in radio for all of my entire life, and so he was like, let's start a podcast when I was done with college, and... My brother's super techie, so he was, like, running the board and all that stuff. And it's been fun, but it's definitely, you know, we interview – or my dad interviews people. So I'm home with my children vast majority of the time. Since becoming a mother, I stopped dancing because it's hard to be a dancer as an adult unless you're – that's, like, you're trying to be your job or you teach dance. Like, just going and taking a dance class, it's kind of difficult as an adult. So – I don't have any creative outlets. I went to college. One of my minors was art. So I'm a very creative person. And so, yeah. I would have to agree. I work a, I don't have a dad in radio, but. Yeah. I have a, I have a dad. You have a dad. But yeah, we both were like, we need creative outlets. And I've always been a talent agent. And now I work in influencer marketing. And I was like, I want to be not in front of the camera. Yeah. Maybe in front of the mic. Yeah, because you don't have, you can dress like a complete slob. If you want to. I mean, we're both and it's... in sweatshirts and sweatshirts. I'm wearing jeans, which is... Dumb. They're like, they're the most comfortable jeans in the world, though. They're from Target. And they're cheap. I have a, I have two pairs. I have my regular pair and then my... I ate a lot of food or am a week before my period pair. When you're just bloated, you know? And then your jeans, like, cut into you. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I have those two pairs, and since they're so cheap, I'm like, I can have two different pairs of the same pants. Yeah, I don't I don't wear jeans unless, like, absolutely have to. It's mandatory. And, like, I live my life in yoga pants right now. Well, it's, yeah, you work from home. Yeah. But when you go to the office, what do you wear? I'll wear jeans. Okay. I'll suck it up. And yeah. I, when I, they're like going out pants. Like, jeans are going out pants. They're not... They're well, not in the house pants. See, the thing is, I wore jeans today because I substituted for Sage's preschool class today. So I was like, oh, I'm like going to work. So that's why I have jeans on. <laughs> like, just get one of the moms. It's fine. No, I um, 
last year. So he's in preschool and he is a teacher and then a TA, teacher's assistant. And I was talking to the TA last year and asked, because I know to be a substitute teacher, you have to have a teaching license. But I asked her, do you need to have a teaching license to be a substitute TA? And she said no. And so I was like, well, I'm available and I love working with children and being around and doing all the stuff, especially like preschool age kids. Do you get paid? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then she always buys me like candy and stuff. <laughs> She's so sweet. She's very sweet. Yeah. She always gives me like a goodie bag full of stuff like hand lotion and chocolates and yeah. Sick gig. It's really, it's really nice. Like once or twice a month I'll go in. It was like today she had a migraine. I woke up to a text message and she was like, can you please? I was like, absolutely. Even though I was actually supposed to be in Fawn's classroom today because I help her classroom with their reading every Thursday, but I'm doing that tomorrow now. <laughs> Because most mothers with children in school choose to take the time for themselves. I go to school. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, you don't have to, like, immerse yourself into their lives every second of the day. I don't know. I'm not, as, I'm not a mom, so I can't no. like, I just, no, I, speak to it. I like being, I like their school. I like their teachers. I like the kids that they're in school with. And so... Yeah, I just felt like to, my mic was. I'm trying yeah, to use my go. calm voice. I'm not like as loud in my headphones. So that's why I was like, "What oh, okay. is going on?" Okay, yeah, we're gonna have some bumps in the road, folks. It's not gonna be perfect from square one. We're just putting it out there and hope people will like it, and we'll it'll it'll smooth out as we go. Yeah, you know, the first couple episodes of anything is not always great. No, you know? I mean, nobody was at- committed to community or. The yeah. office. I was going to say, look at The Office. Look at Parks and Rec. Yeah. I mean, that sucked for the first, like, two whole seasons. So. We're, we're like wine. We're just going to get better with age. Yeah, exactly. What's on the docket? My phone keeps going black. Oh. What do we have? We learned about each other. We learned why we were here. Yeah. Do we have a struggle? Uh, maybe, like, the structure, what we're looking to accomplish each episode? Yeah. You do that because you have the whole thing in front of you. So each episode we're going to look to, um, we want to have some fun. We want to touch some some harder topics. And we want to just kind of bring it full circle to give everybody some relief maybe in the world. But we're going to try and do our struggles of the week. They could be big. They could be small. We both love trying alternate alternative stuff. We like trying new foods, something lighthearted. We're two Caucasian Midwestern girls. So we're trying all the pumpkin stuff right now. Cause mm-hmm. why not? Yep. We have some life hacks. Like some, there's some things that we both think are like, we're geniuses. Like nobody's <laughs> ever thought of first this. person to ever consider this option. <laughs> yeah. Which is probably bullshit, but Hey, it's kind of fun to talk about it anyway. Yeah. And then, uh, we're going to try and just touch on a mental health topic of the week. Cause we both, continuously have our own struggles we have people around us with struggles and not every week and every day is perfect but sometimes it's just good hearing somebody else talk about it yeah oh on this day on this day we love a good throwback that's been fun that's been fun just thinking about where we were in a random and what life was like on the same day of a different year we're gonna try to release it one once a week yes so you can take the week to listen to it there'll be about an hour. Yeah. We'll settle on a time. Yeah. 
the first couple were shorter and then the third one which was the best one was like an hour and a half yeah <laughs> just like yeah <laughs> great it's good fantastic sounds good we did we recorded three episodes with one mic and just plugged it into my husband's oh my God, did computer. You ever, what? I just thought of like, I did work in stand-up comedy with a bunch of like grown men ch- children for a long time. So. It is shocking. Like we used to have the traveling comedians in on my family podcast. Shocking how many adult men act like children. C- consistently. In, yeah. Like that's what they do that's for like their the, job. Yeah. They get paid to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do a struggle of the week. Let's do it. This is going to be a recurring thing, and we all have our struggles. What was what was your struggle of the week? What was my struggle of the week? I wrote ridiculously down, long list it. of ideas of things. Okay. Like, oh yeah. So I have grievances <laughs> rather than str- I suppose my bra thing is a struggle, but my first is a grievance, and it is two times this week I have Googled something trying to find a recipe. I what did I Google? Oh, so I'm the room parent for Fawn's first grade class. Every other class in her school has two room parents. I am the only one for first grade. <laughs> yeah, nobody else. And we also have the largest class. Nobody else offered to help. <laughs> so it's just me. And I have to put on a fall party for her grade. And so I have one done person. It. Yeah, I've done it. One mom. Completely myself. <laughs> I've planned the whole thing. And so I was looking up for craft ideas to do it because I was like, okay, we'll do different stations. So there will be like a group of nine kids and they'll do something at this table and then that, you know, whatever. Because I'm like, gotta separate 28 kids. It's a lot. And so I was looking up fall craft ideas for that. And then we're having friends over tomorrow evening after the kids go to bed and I was like, oh, we'll make a fall cocktail. And so I Googled fall cocktails. In both situations, it was like 120 fall crafts for your fall party. I'm like, why do I? 120? I need four. And the cocktail thing, it was like 45 cocktails. The top 100 cocktails (laughs) of the fall. And you're like, well, I just wanted like two. Okay, just don't. I don't want to like just put a stick a cinnamon in a glass of gin like it, that's not what i'm like. you got to be more refined with those searches it's got to be like so top five kid crafts i did i was like i didn't put in top five but i was like kid crafts for fall crafts for kids parties is what i googled and it was like 100 each list 40 crafts i'm like okay can we just simplify it a little bit were you like so overwhelmed that you were like fuck this i'm we're just gonna sit in the corner i did that with the cocktail thing because i was like you know what i'm just gonna make maple old fashions i'm done like i'm not gonna i was gonna do something fun and exciting but then also you end up with a bunch of liquor that you're not gonna drink you know when you make the do hot toddies fancy cocktails i love hot toddies but we're having they're bringing over manicotti and so i'm like we can't and i can't drink red wine And the friend that's coming over doesn't drink white wine. And so I was like, well, I have to come up with some sort of liquor that would go well with whiskey. I know, like a hot drink with. Yeah, with manicotti. Manicotti. Maybe we could do hot toddies with dessert. 
Oh yeah, like a sweet dessert. That'd I love. Good. I'm making cookie brownies. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't let me forget to give you the, your soup. Oh yeah, I want my soup. I gotta give you your chowder. God. We've had we've talked too much about this chowder. I know. I'm all I'm all in for chowder. Great. Maybe we'll share some recipes on the podcast. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. So did you? But do you found? Okay, crafts. I found I found crafts. You I turned actually, your flashlight on too. Oh, this happens to me way more than it should okay fall crafts we just i decided on and this wasn't even on the list but i remember my cousin doing this with her kids at one point you just take duct tape and you throw some leaves on it sprinkle some glitter on it and then slap another piece of duct tape on top of it and you got yourself a bookmark so the kids are going to make duct tape leaf glitter bookmarks i mean they're first graders it doesn't they can't be anything too intense and we have eight minutes at each station to do the crafts so they're making duct tape bookmarks and then i'm cutting out small like hand size pumpkins out of cardboard and then they're going to wrap string around them different colors of string to make pumpkins look decorative little pumpkins and then the last one i'm cutting out apple shapes in coffee filters And then they color them with markers and then spray them with water and then it turns into like tie-dye. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. The string one and the tie-dye one I found on the top 8,000 fall activities list. (laughs) Because I was like, I got to figure this out. The party's in two weeks from tomorrow. So I was like, I got to nail this down. (laughs) You know, you could have, my mom, I remember my mom, she was the, she was what you're doing. She She would come and like, because she was real artsy. Yeah. So she came, I remember, in like first grade. And we did cinnamon stick chairs with hot glue guns. So yeah, would oh, build like a little chair or like a little uh-huh. stool. Oh, that's cute. And then it would smell good in your house. Yeah. And it was like, I think it was a Mother's Day gift. Yeah. Well, and this is the thing. Like there, there were some crafts that I was like, that's adorable. There was one where you took a pine cone and then you made little feet and wings and then did two googly eyes on it. And then you shoved cotton into the pine cone. It was like a snowy owl. I'm like, that's adorable. A little fall decor. That's not eight minutes. But that's not eight minutes. And it would take a lot of me cutting out felt, (laughs) which I'm like, I don't want to be cutting out felt. I'm already going to be cutting coffee filters and cardboard because I have zero help. Yeah, Google, you know, when you search for anything, it's like, well, here's like 30,000 options. I know, but that's the problem. It's like, let's narrow it down to the best one. Streamline this, like strategically streamline this. I mean, like paint a pumpkin. Okay, I don't, that doesn't need to be on the list. That's yep. an obvious. There are people out there who are like, what am I going to do? Like, I had no idea. You could, you could paint? Paint them? I thought you only carved them. You know, like. What a time to be alive. I know. it, But yeah, I was sitting in bed like i gotta figure this out because i'm the type of person that i the first graders are depending on it it. no because i'm the type of person that i like to do things a bit ahead of time because then i just know that they're settled and i don't need to worry about it because then when the time comes for everything to be happening i'm not scrambling you know because with adhd there's a tendency to procrastinate a ton but then I've learned about myself that I need to be ahead of the game with that because then it cuts the stress in half by 70%. Oh, yes. I, you know, I've started to take on that, like, just just start it. Doesn't need to get done. Yeah. You just need to start it because it's worse when you get to the, the night before the due date and mm-hmm. you're like, I haven't done 
anything. Yeah. Because what I've learned is I like to really like go back to it, like write the idea down Mm -hmm. or start the task and then reevaluate it the next day because you're like, why would I do it that way? This is such a better way to do it. Yeah. It's like I have to make a sign up list that I'm going to send all the parents for providing certain things. Like we need coffee filters. We need string. We need... I want somebody to bring cookies for a snack, you know, just like an applesauce for the kids so they can have a snack. I made the list yesterday and I was like, okay, I'm going to sit on this for two days. So I made the list. And I was like, okay, I'm going to sit on this for two days just in case I change my mind or come up with a better way or whatever. Yeah, it's good to give things a little, a, a minute. You got to marinate. You have to marinate. I think that was well, my struggle like a couple weeks ago was to-do lists that I could never get done Mm -hmm. specifically related to work because you know i have a corporate job and i you didn't know the ginger i can't drink it's like you snorted it there's it feels like i snorted it or just inhaled like ginger (laughs) alex is making faces that are like her (laughs) eyes are bogging out like i have large eyes anyways like it looked like you did a shot of tequila and i was like we're drinking tea at 10 o'clock at night like this is not this is not crazy town i didn't mean to interrupt you with my facial expressions Um, (laughs) no my struggle a couple weeks ago was and it's always like a struggle but now after that week of just consistent panic and feeling rushed i was like i am not dealing with this anymore so now it's start it don't finish it you don't need to rush through it like marinate and that's what i've kind of learned in corporate america too is people don't move like fast Mm -hmm. like things are really in my old job in my old old world it was it needs to get done it needs to get done now because they have a call time they're going Mm -hmm. to a commercial they're the auditions tomorrow like we need this needs to happen now with absolute panic and what i've learned is it really rushes the work and like the process Mm -hmm. and you don't get as good you don't email like you just you're not as like verbally good at communication and that's because you're just scrambling to like finish it right rather than like create a good result oh you know what a better process would have been like x y and z yeah so now i'm all about like i'm just gonna marinate on that email and uh yeah unless someone's like i'm dying there's a fire which is like well we're definitely not doing that in marketing there's mm -hmm. no no we're not saving lives no you sure aren't you sure aren't. Okay, so my other, my actual struggle of the week is bras are a nightmare. Trash. I can't tell you how annoyed I am. Because I, okay, so since I got pregnant with Fawn, which was seven years ago, I stopped wearing underwire. Wire. Under what? Wire. Wire. Okay. Then I wore nursing bras for a long time, which are like very comfortable, not exceptionally good looking but really comfortable and so since then i've just been wearing non-underwire bras and i have like before i had kids i was a 32 e jesus christ i know (laughs) and then since having kids and i nursed both of them for 18 months i don't know what size i am anymore and their shape size unknown well the shape changed that's what they say drastically drastically especially after sage my my body didn't change that much after fawn and i think it was because i was like younger you know sure. i was 27 bounced back yeah i bounced back like that real young quick skin yeah but then i had sage and i think it was because like i had him close 
because they're two years, almost exactly two years apart. And so I think it was like, since I had him closer together and he was also gigantic. While I was pregnant with him, I was nursing Fawn and I quit nursing her while I was pregnant with him. And then I had him and then nursed him. So I was like pregnant, nursing, nursing and pregnant, pregnant for two years or something. It's a hell of a roller coaster for your body. Two and a half years, something, three years. No, it would have been three years because with Fawn... I was pregnant with her for nine months. That's how pregnancy works. Nursed her for 18 months. Well, I was pregnant with Sage for almost 10 months. Oh, that's true. You can go You can go long. Yeah. You can go and short, then, too. Yeah, but. you can. Yeah. But anyway, so, yeah. So, I need to just go get a bra fitting, I think. Because what I'm wearing right now is, like, they're comfortable. But I, I'm like, I want something pretty. I used to work at a lingerie store in college and after college for a couple of years. And so I had like the prettiest bras and underwear and I just was like, this is just nice for me and it makes me feel good and like fancy, whatever. And then when you become a mother, it's just like, you know, who who gives a shit? Nobody. You're like, I'm just trying to get through the day right now. Yeah. Like, and nobody, your priorities change when you have kids, you know? And now I'm at the point where my kids are more independent. They're going to school and all this stuff. And I'm now back to like, it would be nice to have a couple cute bras and I bought two on Amazon because I was just like it's 30 bucks for two bras it's worth a shot and they had underwire in them and halfway through the day I was just like oh my god it's cutting into me and I can't and there was gapping and all this stuff and so that's my situation yeah you deserve it's like I would go to a when I, I think I know Nordstrom, Nordstrom. Yeah. I would definitely go to Nordstrom. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody's going. I think Victoria's Secret's going to go out of business well, pretty soon. And Victoria's Secret is trash. It's so trash. So when I, I went to college for fashion merchandising, and I remember we talked about undergarments. We had like a whole segment about lingerie, or, about undergarments, and one of the things was like a bra. If you wash it as you're supposed to, which I think it's like every third or fourth wear you're supposed to wash your bra you're supposed to hand wash them aren't you yes you're supposed to hand wash them and you're supposed to hang them dry um (laughs) who's got time which i hang dry all my bras but i I went to i went to college and i remember my teacher being like hang dry your bras or else they're gonna not last as long and they're gonna curl weird and whatever so that's why i do it anyway she said that the typical lifetime of a bra if you take care of it as you're supposed to is like three years yeah, you can get a good like some longevity in those if you take care of yeah. them. Yeah, Victoria's Secret though, if you do the same exact thing, it lasted like one year because it's all like glued together oh, it's and trash. Just... I haven't watched the documentary, but I've heard oh, it's just yeah. fantastic because yeah. it it's. Have you heard that song? Yeah, I know Victoria's Secret. Girl, you wouldn't believe she's an old man who lives in Ohio, making money off of girls like me. Yeah, it's a great song. She was found on TikTok. <laughs> That's not shocking. She sounds like a TikTok I mean, person. Famous people, quote, I'm quoting famous, <laughs> yeah. are found on TikTok. These days. These and days. I feel like they all sound pretty similar. Yeah, that, like Olivia Rodrigo, her yeah, voice. Everybody's like, kind of like that. yelly, like slight yell sing. Slight like tone, like it's one tone, one note. Yeah, and very, and then yeah, who was that other one? Bella something she did that it's called build a bitch oh yeah 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 that was a tiktok song I'm yeah that was a tiktok yeah, w- no it totally was and yeah they all kind of have a similar 
Similar sound. Yeah, well, I want to hear more more to come on that bra. More to come on the bra. I know Dan was like, go to Nordstrom, get fitted. I was like, how do you know this, that they do bra fittings? And he's like, I don't know. I heard about it at some point, and you just should do that. I was like, you're you right, should. Dan. Treat yourself, girl, and then go to the cafe and get yourself I, a coffee. I and- should do that. They have that great restaurant. I love a Nordstrom. I know I do too. I remember the last time I went to a Nordstrom restaurant, I was pregnant with Sage because I went to the mall with my mom to find maternity clothes. And I was trying really hard not to vomit the entire time. (laughs) You were just so sick. Because my mom was like, let's go out. Because I finally wasn't. Okay. When I'm so of my two kids, when I'm pregnant, I throw up about 10 times a day for the first 20 weeks. So it's called hyperemesis gravidarum, and it affects 1% to 2% of pregnant women. And I was out of the constantly vomiting all day. So I was like, okay, I can leave the house. Yeah, moderate vomiting. I was like, okay, so I can leave the house, but I still, everywhere I went, I was like, where could I vomit if it needs to happen? Like, where is the, and I carried a barf bag in my purse. You're like, where are my emergency exits? Yeah, I was always looking at like, okay, I could dump that plant out of that planter (laughs) on the floor, barf in there. Like, seriously, I always had a strategy because it was just like, there was no warning. All of a sudden, it would just be like, you have to vomit and you have 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, it's happening. Yep. So yeah. Anyway, that's mine. I mean, they're not dramatic or anything, but that's Those where I'm struggles. at. That's where I'm at. Now I just want to go to Nordstrom's, to be honest. Like, Let's go to Nordstrom's. I When I lived in Chicago, my last job, we were on Michigan Avenue at the Wrigley Building, and there was a Nordstrom's like down the block. It's Nordstrom. Nordstrom's. Not an S. I know. It's like saying Target's. I, well, like if Isn't you live it? in Chicago, you it's the ju- there's Jewel, Osco, and everybody says the Jewels. I'm gonna the go jewels. to the Jewels, okay? But it's really Jewel Osco. Yeah, you know I like to add I know. finesse to all my words. A little sass at the end. Okay, sorry. But Continue. I would go down there all the time. I'd get my eyebrows waxed. I'd because they had a, I think they had a benefit or there was like some beauty. Oh no, that was Alta. We, they put an Alta in on Michigan Avenue. Mm. But I love me and I love a Nordy a Nordy trip. Yeah, and I haven't been to one in a long time. I haven't been in a mall. I can't think of the last time I was in a mall. Oh, me and Nick love going to the mall. We bar oh, hopped yeah, it guys... last winter. I mean, in the dead of winter in Minnesota, you're like, what the fuck else am I going to do? Oh, yeah. I went to the Mall of America for my birthday one year because it was Super Bowl was here. And oh. my birthday is on Super Bowl, like the week of Super Bowl. Because it's February 2nd. It's a real celebration. And so my birthday was on the day before the Super Bowl. And every restaurant was packed, like had booked out months in advance because the Super Bowl was here. And so all these people were traveling and like, oh, let's go to this the nice restaurants downtown and blah, blah, blah. And so I could not find anywhere to go for my birthday. And I was like, just looked online. And it was like Benihana at the Mall of America. So I went to Benihana at the Mall of America. And you know what? loved it and i i had been to a benihana before but i i love a hibachi i have never I done really that do. i want to do it's, it so bad okay dana i want to watch let's them go to cook. the mall of america go to nordstrom and have like a little treat walk around and then end up at a benihana the benihana there was a comedian in chicago who was obsessed and i don't know if it was a bit like he definitely but he would always be like oh, i can't wait to go to benihana and he'd like sit there alone at the bar by himself. And I'm like, so now I just imagine, imagine like Him. hibachi bars with like just random white dudes sitting at the bar. Enjoying their time. At like noon drinking. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah. I mean, it's very, like, there's families and stuff. I want them to, like, throw something in my mouth. Like, oh, yeah. they always are, like, oh, yeah. And yep. then, like, some piece of, like... It's delicious. And there's, like, this sauce that you can just dunk everything in. It's so tasty. It's called Yum Yum Sauce. I don't know what's in it. It's probably just full of MSG and, I don't even, mayonnaise. But it's tasty. Fun fact. We were talking about MSG the other day. And my mom goes, you know, there actually are a ton of studies about the fact that MSG, it's just salt. Like, it doesn't have... So, they created this, like, Well, because it's scare. Me- Yeah, because it's meant to flavor yeah to take it a flavor town yeah (laughs) it's a flavor town enhancer it really is and we're all freaked out by it it's gotta give us cancer but now there's like newer studies i don't know you know my mom like you say one thing and then she's like wow you know there's probably yeah as she's like smoking her vape and i'm like (laughs) what Um, but she was like msg is really just like salt and i'm like but yeah like too much salt, though, isn't a good yeah, thing. Yeah, it's also not good for you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to... We're going to have to Google and confirm. Yum Yum Sauce is probably, like, mayo. That's, That's what, what I said. It's probably MSG and mayo. <laughs> That's it's, like, ketchup, it. mayo, and, like, sriracha. Yeah, probably. And then, like, Arby's sauce. Like, something yeah. real weird. Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh, I don't know. I've never eaten Chick-fil-A. No, I've had waffle fries from there one time. Yeah, Nick's a big fast food connoisseur, so I've I've opened my mind to. Dan loves fast food too. I love an Impossible Burger at um, Burger King. That's I, my. I can't do Impossible. I used to be anti like fast food. Now I'm like yeah. uh, on road trips. Yeah, I like Culver's. I've if never I'm gonna had do Culver's. It, okay. Culver's is great. What do you eat there? You're a vegetarian. I'm a pescatarian. That's right. We're both pescatarians. Yeah, we're both pescatarians. So I get either the fish sandwich or the fish and chips. Oh, they have a fish and chips? Really good. Oh, Highly know. recommend. Right. And they make their own root beer. So if you like root beer floats, it's good Nobody stuff. makes their own sodas anymore. I know, yeah. Culver's makes their own root beer. Like, we every, like, once or twice a year, we'll take the kids to Culver's because they have, like, a kid's cheeseburger and fries, and then they get, like, a mini concrete mixer, which is, like, their version of the dairy queen blizzard basically um i thought it was like a little mini like mixer like oh you let your kids mix cement while they eat their fucking burger and then you pour it on the sidewalk (laughs) write your name (laughs) sidewalk they put their handprint in it yeah um no and so yeah that's their version of a dq blizzard and it's like a great little meal for them to just enjoy at culver's and dan is obsessed with one culver's in particular it's the one on nicolet avenue right off 494 he if you ever ask him about the nicolet avenue culver's he will go on and on and on about how that's a business that knows what it's doing customer service that manager should be told how great of a job that they are doing because it's always clean there's Fresh flowers on every table. Everybody's trained in and nice. And I, I'm he just he's very passionate. What is about he it. like an eighty year old man? Yes. yes okay, yes. I got a good Culver story. So okay, I got a Culver story. Now that we're talking about Culver's, <laughs> now I kind of so like Culver's. My mother's recovering alcoholic. She got sober when I oh, was thirteen. You just said that you, that you got kicked out of a Culver's. <sighs> it was. So they put a Culver's in. So we have a cabin in Big Lake, Minnesota. It's probably like 45 minutes outside of the city. And you take Highway 10. So on 10, there was a brand new Culver's they put in. And this is what, like, probably, 
I mean, it was before she got sober. So if I'm 32 and she got, so, I was 10. So what is that? What's the math on that? 20 years ago? Yeah. Over 20 years well, 22 ago. 22 years ago. I don't think, 10. I know Culver's is Midwest, but so, so they. it was 1990. Yeah, it was not. No, I was born in 1990. I mean, 1999. 2000. Yeah, 2000. Yeah. The Culver's started to like make the waves. And I remember they put this new one off Highway 10. I've been to that Culver's. Yeah, it's like near that McDonald's. There's, yeah, yeah, there's, it's all the fast food shit. It's like on the way to everybody's cabin. Yeah. Fun fact if you live in Minnesota, you either have a cabin or know somebody with a cabin. Or your uncle has one. Yeah, like there's, you're related to somebody with a cabin and that's like what you do in the summer. You go to people's cabins and you spend the weekend there and it's always on a lake and like. Or a river. Some people are now in the rivers. Yeah. You're the river people. Yeah. The river Um, people. River rats. So my mom, it's me, my mom, and my brother and she's like, let's stop at Culver's. This is going to be great. We're on the way to the cabin. We need food. I think my dad must have been up there. I don't know where he was. And so it's packed, right? Because this Culver's just opened, like brand new, just people Grand everywhere. opening. Grand opening. So we put our order in. My mom pays. And then they, like, give you your number. Mm-hmm. And you have to wait. Well, I, we are waiting. You were in the Culver's, we're not in, in the, your car. We're okay. in the Culver's. Mom's okay. like, we're going to sit down. We're going to make this a thing. Yeah, like we're out to eat. First off... They had, like, just washed the floors, so they had that yellow teepee up. And I kid you not, like, ten people fell. Like, it was, like, one after the other. There is a certain type of tile that, when wet, it is (laughs) a danger zone. It was already kind of, like, chaos as every table is packed. And now we're watching people. Everybody's getting food. Like, literally, like, the food is coming out, but not for the Deidre's. And then people are sliding. I mean, (laughs) I mean, looking back, you're like, this... This is a recipe for bad, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my mom is getting real pissed. She, before, actually, no, she's she's the woman who's like, if her food is sent to her, she will be like, yeah, I'm not paying for this because this was trash. Like, you know, oh, like yeah. you'll get like a drink at a bar and you'll be like, I don't love it. I'm not. Yeah. But I'm just going to suck it. Like, everyone's like, I yeah, don't want to like, be that fine, person. Especially Minnesota. I'm just going to eat it if it's yeah, cold. Like, right. Minnesota, it's like, oh, there's a fly in my food. Like, it's fine. I'll just eat around it. Yeah. Like, there's hair. Yeah. It's fine. I won't eat it. Yeah. And my mom has always been that person. Like, no. No, no, no. Like, if the serve, <laughs> I remember at Grand Ta- or Tavern on the Ave, or I don't remember this bar. We got the whole meal comp because she was like, this was the worst service. <laughs> I Like, she was a Karen yeah, and then she got sober, and she turned into like a hippie flower child who's like, "Kesara, it's fine. They're doing the best they can." <laughs> so we're at Culver's. We see these people eating. She is clearly getting fucking pissed. Yeah, I rate. I I just Jennifer is pissed. She's hungry. She probably was a, like a truancy office. She was working in the public school system at the time, so she was her like yeah rope was thin yeah, and like, short yeah. So she goes to the counter and she's like, where's my food? Like, here's my receipt. Like, we've been here. I think we were there like an hour and a half. Okay. For fast food. It's just like, I mean, at the nicest restaurant in the world, that would still be way too long. I mean, even, I probably was like 45 minutes. But still, again, like. Yeah, like for cultures, that's that's an exorbitant amount of time. She goes up to the counter and she's like, "Uh, you know, like, where's my food? And they're like, oh. And it's just some kid. She's like. He's like 17. 
there was a minor power outage, but only and your only your order got lost, which she was like. Um, it was like you know like the lights like something switched in her brain and she was like well now you're gonna die (laughs) and she was like well he's like we can uh we can we can make it it's just gonna be another like 10 minutes and she's like i have been here for 45 minutes i demand my food and a full refund yeah and they're like uh we can't give you a refund we yeah. can give you coupons. Yeah, because we can't like put the money back on your card. Because it's like it's tw- like a fast food joint that. Like, so yeah. Then she's like, "This does not suffice. I, these are not the answers that she wants to hear." Yeah. She goes, "Fuck the food. I want my money back." And he's like, "Ma'am, we can't. We'll give you the coupons." And she goes, "You will give me the money back." And you can see the kids like hitting the panic button. Yeah, like there's uh, like the like, and then like a I manager. Need an adult. I need an adult. This this manager like it's like Disney swoops in and is like, "Hey, what's going on?" And she's like, "I want my money back." Your kid, you know, there was a power outage, which she goes, which I think is bullshit. You guys forgot our order. Like she's yeah. just calling it, and then she's like, "There's people dying." on this linoleum floor just sliding and they were like yeah we can't give you your money back and she's like you're i will i think she was like i'll fucking stand here all day until i get my fucking money back and granted it's probably like 20 bucks right it's fast food they finally give her cold hard cash i was gonna say they just open the till they open the till because they're just just, like we just gotta they were like we gotta get her (laughs) she was like i will fuck it like she was like ready to destroy like burn this culvers down Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so they give her the money she's like we're out of here she kicks the door open she doesn't even like she literally kicks the door god it shatters (laughs) no thank (laughs) god the thing slams open oh my she kicks the next because you know there's always two doors and me and my brother are like fuck mom so mad (laughs) i don't even know what we ate i just remember being in the car and being like damn my mom is mad (laughs) we've never been in a culver's since then Mm -hmm. and maybe that's the thing is i'm just like they're bad people i just had a bad experience well talk to dan and he'll tell you not all culver's are created equal (laughs) seriously oh god it's still and then she got sober and like life she's totally different person and now she loves everybody that works at culver's yeah she wrote them all letters of apology yeah she she made amends with all those poor culver's employees 20 years later i need to get in (coughs) in contact with tate (laughs) yeah from yeah you're in northern minnesota there's definitely thousand there's a tanner in there (laughs) there's like an amber oh yeah or it's like Dairy Queens. It's always run by like 12 and 16 year old kids. I, know. Like, I mean, well, I remember when I was, you know, I worked at a caribou. It was my high school job. I cleaned stalls at a barn. So I like raked up horse shit and I worked at a caribou. And then there was a Culver's that was built and opened right across the street. And there had like a big grand opening thing. And a bunch of people from my high school worked there. And then there was a McDonald's across the highway. A bunch of people from my high school worked there. You know, it's just like those are the high school jobs. Not in the city. In the city, that's yeah. only in the suburbs of Minnesota do you see like 16-year-olds like running a Dairy Queen or a yeah. McDonald's. Because like and there's one off by my parents' house. Like it's got to be the same like... 
40-year-old women that have worked there for like 100 years. They're like, this is my job. They're paying like 15 bucks an hour. Well, for a manager, I'm sure it's probably 20. I, I mean, I, I, we were at a Cold Stone two weeks ago. First time I've had Cold Stone in probably 15 years. Wouldn't recommend. Um, and... That, yeah, they were like hiring shift managers starting at $20 an hour. I was like to be a shift manager at a Cold Stone. I mean, I know somebody that works. He's a manager and he makes thirteen fifty an hour. Maybe he loves books. He does love books. I mean, I'm sure that employee discount is like sick. But it aren't is. those like going out of business? Yeah, a couple of them are. But his, I guess, um, his is thriving. Buzzing. There's always old people in there buying books if it has a starbucks then i'm in i love getting i love getting a coffee i'm actually we're gonna go visit him tomorrow because he's like there's a s'mores cookie and it's so good at the starbucks barnes and noble situation and i'm like well count me in love a cookie i love a destination cookie yeah i know and i haven't been to visit him in a while and so i was like okay i'll go with sage after he's done with school and he'll get a book we'll get a book for fawn I'll get a book because I just finished the book that I was reading today. Oh, you did it. Did you finish your book I club book? my this month's book club book 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 book, which was Suburban Hell is what it was called. And it's uh, basically these four friends live in the suburbs of Chicago and one of them becomes possessed. Oh, oh. the woman that picked it, it's like, oh, Halloween book, you know, whatever. Was it, it was real a, dark or was it more like kitschy? It was a little bit kitschy, but it definitely got like, I really like scary movies and stuff. And so. Do you like scary books though? Do you this like- is the first scary book I've ever read. Uh-huh. I've never read a scary book. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I didn't know going into it. I never read what the book club books are before. You just like dive in. I just in. go in blind, you know, because I'm just like, I'll learn as I go. Because I feel like it kind of ruins the mystery a little bit if you're like i want to know the plot before you read a book yeah you kind of like create the picture already I yeah need a book club like I... books book club, book club's been really nice because it's like there are there i've read so many books in this book club that i normally wouldn't read and i've only not liked three of them although there was a little bit of time that i didn't go to book club <laughs> You were anti-book club? No, I wasn't anti-book club, but like with COVID, I just had a really hard time reading. My brain could not retain anything when I was reading. I'd read the same page four times. And I read, like I read this book, I started it last Saturday and I finished it today. Like I'm a pretty fast reader. And it was like 320 pages. That means you also like the book. Like you were into it. It read really fast. Yeah. Though it wasn't like, you know, because it was like, kind of a kitschy horror thing it wasn't like there was Samantha a lot went behind the couch and then she was up the stairs and then she was like taking a bath yeah like it wasn't very involved where it was like okay there's a lot of characters and a lot of complicated stuff going on and i have to kind of like pay attention it was like i could go in and out of it like today i read it for probably an hour while sage was just kind of playing around me and talking to me because it was i didn't need to really absorb anything in it you know absorb absorb the book but yeah so i finished that so i'm like i need a new book so we're gonna go to barnes and noble god i want to go to a bar my mom and i would always go to barnes and noble and look at magazines yeah they have a lot of magazines it's uh, shocking how many magazines and like grocery stores just the amount of magazines at grocery stores 
Like, Who's buying magazines anymore? It's a great question. <laughs> like, how is how are newspapers dead? Yeah. But the magazine world is like, mm, it's still happening. But you know, it's pictures, it's fashion. Yeah. When you have magazines online. I love a magazine when I fly, though. Yes. There is some, like, those yeah. Those are where magazines are really thriving is the travel industry. I agree. And, like, random candy. I feel like I'll buy the most random candy when I fly. Oh, I remember when we were leaving Disney and it, we were just burnt out and you were like, you looked at, they, your kids just grabbed, like, the most random shit I've ever seen and you were like, great. whatever. <laughs> great. I was like, why did they pick that? That's, like, so out of, like, off-brand for them. I know. I'm trying to remember what it they was, like, chose. like, potato chips and because like you guys aren't like i've never seen them eat just like a bag of lays in your house yeah we don't have snack like that kind of snack food around yeah we have a lot of snacks but we don't you know i'm not gonna like buy a bag of doritos yeah and it was like doritos and like a snickers oh yeah sage loves the snickers gum no i don't let them eat gum it wasn't gum or something like some other weird candy yeah we're just like like, taffy or something whatever man like great well we had so dana came to disney world my parents take my family to disney world every march because they spend winters in florida and this is just like something that they do r.i.p florida (laughs) (laughs) um and so too soon yeah we'll see yet to be told uh so there was we had the florida trip planned tickets were purchased and then my husband like was it a month before the trip was like uh i actually have a sales meeting that i can't miss like in colorado yeah like i have to be in a different state for and i like it has to i was like um how did you not realize that this because you plan a disney trip months and months it was a year in advance you guys had to like forever and we've had the next disney trip planned for probably six months already oh yeah your mom was talking about how you yeah when we needed like we need to make these reservations now yeah i know so i was like um how are you just realizing this you know because my husband's usually a very organized person so I was like, okay, got it. I can't be too mad at him because it's not like should happen. This is yeah. I'm just like I I've done something similar before, you know, like whatever. And then I was like, okay, well, we have a ticket like purchased already for another person, and so I was thinking about who would come to Disney World with my children and me and my mom and dad. Like, who would be able to tolerate that? And be able to just, like, take work off and come to Disney World. It's like, Dana. <laughs> yeah, you were, like, somebody who's also responsible because it wasn't. Yeah, like, and can handle. Because I have, I have some friends that would be like, yeah, I'd love to come. But I wouldn't trust them to be able to, like, you mean deal ch- with the kids Chase, at Disney World. Sage, who you looked oh me dead God. in the eyes and said, watch out, he's a runner. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> And I was like, I will be in charge of Sage. You just make sure, like, Fawn's cool because, like, I'm used to being on my toes with that one. And you, he is a runner. You experienced oh, yeah. it, right? Like, that's he, a... He bounced a couple times. Like, what the fuck? I know. All of a sudden, he's just... He's right next to you. And he's, then he's two blocks away. He's I don't real know. squirrely. He's like a cat. Yeah. Just squirrel. Silently runs off. He, like, sees something colorful and he's like, bye. I know. And he doesn't... Just no regard. Pay, nope. 
Bless They'll him. find me in Disney. Bless don't worry. Him. I know. I'm like, do I need to put a leash on this child? He would be a good uh, can like candidate for that. Would. Although I hate those. I know. I hate those leash, but I kind of get it after mm-hmm. like running after him a couple times. Yeah. Dan was a leash kid. It makes sense. But he's a twin, and his mom was forty when she had them, and so she was like, "These kids, I guess, got to keep them on this leash." Yeah, she's like, "I'm not built like I yeah. used to." No, I've had my kids, and now I've got like these monster twins who yeah. are ready to run. Yeah. So yeah, Dana came to Disney World with my mother and father, my two children, and me, and we had a blast. We did. We had so much freaking fun. But then for some reason. When we got to the airport for the flight home, we just like com- it was meltdown central. We all melted down. Just like crashed. We were just like, I'm exhausted. Because we were just going, 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 going the entire time. I I mean, I know kids are exhausting, but like almost like when they're that age too, because they're talking and like Yeah. It's just a lot of uh and they were tired. Like you, you yeah. just see these little people like they want to go and then like melt down and i'm like yeah because you're fucking exhausted yeah, i'm really tired but i really want to do stuff yeah at the like, same time i'm torn like my my body says yes but my brain says no. <laughs> yeah that was an adventure but yeah it was it was really surprising how deeply tired i felt on that airplane ride with all those like high school basketball kids. i think i like took the day the next day off because i was like i just need a day to like lay yeah. down when i remember you text messaged me and you were like i went to bed oh. at 2 a.m or whatever and i was like how i that's got right. home and fell asleep at 7 15 like right. the three of us were out and then you're like no i actually didn't fall asleep that late we went out but then we went home and then i woke up and then i yeah 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 so we was went like- out for the wild game i think it was a lot or some there was sports sports and nick was like let's go have a drink so we did go out we did we did we got home by like 11 and then i like passed out and woke up at two and text because you had texted me and i was like i should answer this because i'll forget to yeah answer it the next day and then you're like you stayed out till two in the morning i was like no 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 yeah it seems like i did yeah because i I fell asleep real fast when we got home. I was like, okay, we're just going to eat, like, a piece of bread each and go to sleep. <laughs> like, I can't. You're like, everybody shut the fuck up and lay down. any more. And Dan was still out of town. Yeah, he wasn't. Remember? Under. Yeah, because Vaughn was pissed at me when I told her that. Yeah. She was and like, she was, I don't like you anymore. I was like, and She okay. straight up told you. I know I came out from brushing my teeth and you're like, well, Vaughn just told me she doesn't like me anymore because I said that... Dan wasn't going to be home because she was so excited to see him. And I was like, he's not going to be here. I was like, I don't. I'm just telling you the cold hard facts. Yeah. She's like, I don't like you anymore. And I was like, cool. Well, that's that's like when I babysat and Sage. What did he say? I hate you. I I hate hate my bed. I hate sleeping. I hate you. And I was like, that's cool. You still have to go to bed. Yeah. That's neither here nor there, sir. (laughs) You need to go to sleep. It's funny how, like, people, like, kids think that, like, such an insult. Like, you hate me? Oh, my God. Get in line, brother, because there's a (laughs) lot of people out there who hate me. And I still sleep very well at night. It's totally fine by me if people hate me. Hopefully the listeners of this podcast don't hate us. Yeah, you get the general (laughs) vibe. But I would say, like, skip to, like, the fifth one now. Skip to the no last week's was good it might not be it might not be the best sound 
quality. Yeah, we've upped. We've we've upgraded. upgraded the mics, but the content, I I think was good. I think so too. I think it like after we finished, we we're like, okay, that was actually a good episode. The first two was like. Uh, we'll we'll get our bearings yeah come on this journey with us yeah let's just explore let's take you a can, walk you can see what it's like to be just an average female trying to start a podcast with uh some severe and non-severe mental health illnesses of their own yeah and just getting through each day we're taking it one day at a time we never talked about your struggle of the week oh i've had many this week we, I, I did. Real, I touched on the, the to-do list. Yeah, okay. And then... I was like, I asked you, and then we got distracted. Which is going to happen. It sure is. Some podcasts, just every day is going to be sometimes different. It will be. It's going to be a roller coaster. Well, who doesn't love a roller coaster? I love a roller coaster. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Millennial's Guide for Being Okay. <laughs> I had to push a button. Oh, you have to hold it. This is our outro music. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. (laughs) Oh, my gosh.